Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. This is episode 53 of the live show over on YouTube. Um, this was a fun one for me. This was a couple of my buddies that are down here scouting around in Indiana this weekend. Tim Hinkey, which you guys know from The Hunting Beast, and my buddy Brad Crook has been hunting down here with me for uh, four years now. We talked about a whole plethora of things, decoys, um, we talked about arrow weight, we talked about target panic, we talked about all kinds of things. You guys will uh, enjoy this one. Before we get into the episode, I got to tell you about something that Exodus still has going on for a little bit longer here, um, and that is their new Exodus Rival trail camera. Um, it's going to start shipping uh, around February 6th. The MSRP on that thing is going to be $179. And you can save $30 at checkout with the code LAUNCH. And the code is live only while supplies last or until February 14th at midnight. The Rival is a budget-friendly cellular trail camera that is reliable, hardworking, easy to use, but still feature-rich. Over the last year, the Exodus teams were working hard behind the scene, building their next generation of cameras, taking consumer feedback, and delivering, in their opinion, the best budget cell camera on the market. Coming in at a price of $179, the camera is also backed by the Exodus 5-year no BS warranty. It's built with the same durability you're used to when it comes to Exodus, but with lightning fast cellular capabilities, easy to use and set up, and great photos. So, use the code LAUNCH to save $30 off each camera while supplies last or until February 14th gets here at midnight. Help support the podcast and Exodus by using the code LAUNCH at their website, exodusoutdoorgear.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh, we had a little, uh, I don't know what you call it, scouting camp this weekend here in southern Indiana, so... We thought we'd get on here and just chit chat tonight. Hope everybody's doing good. Um, anyways, we got some different faces here. We got, uh, I guess it'd be I'm looking at the camera here closest to you guys. Looks like it's Tim Hinky. You guys know him. Tim's famous for having the most popular uh, video on the hunting beast. Yeah, if you're gonna get lucky, you know, once. I mean. <laughs> That's that's probably a good one. Tim has a video on the on the Iowa hunt last year. It has like a million views. Yeah. It has more than any other video on uh, anything Dan's done or anything. So. Yeah, so if you're one of those guys that you know watched it, thank you know you appreciate it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Anyway, I'm glad I could share it with you. Yeah. <laughs> the best video on the Beast Channel, <laughs> according to YouTube I, algorithm. I think I'll just uh, retire <laughs> on top. <laughs> Oh, and then Brad Crook, Global. We call him Global. I, this is uh, what you like fourth going to be your fourth season hunting here with me. Be my fourth season. Yep. So, yeah, uh, you've been on the beast for quite a while too now. Mm -hmm. So, yep. Um, you've had some success here as well. Just some success and then some bad luck. Yeah. In Indiana. Yeah. Highs and lows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. First year I hit a yeah. pretty good one, and uh, I thought it was a done deal. You know came yeah. back and we were yeah i don't want to say we were celebrating here but right i felt pretty good about it and then yeah we go back and lo and behold you know the deer actually took two jumps basically in the i i want to pit him i must have hit him in the shoulder and yeah he took like two jumps and the arrow was yeah, laying we, right there and i'm like oh we found your we found your 
the whole arrow. Did we find the whole arrow? The I couldn't whole, remember. You found the whole arrow. Yeah, just it was just the, looked like the broadhead just went in. And yeah, that's it, it. it took that broadhead and did things to that broadhead. I've never seen it. Was, yeah, and you were shooting a, you were shooting an expandable then, weren't you? That was an expandable. Yep, that's the last time I shot an expandable. Oh, really? I was going to ask you if you're mm -hmm. still shooting them. Nope. Everything I've killed since then has been with the uh, Grim Reaper Hades Pro. Yeah. Like yeah. in that. That's a good head. Yeah. I've never shot a Grim Reaper with anything. I've shot about everything. I've never shot a Grim Reaper. They kind of they fly like kind of like slick tricks do. I think. Mm. Yeah, um, very similar. And but they're just a little different. They got like um, double edge, right? And like the bottom of the yeah blade is also backside, started too. Yeah, yeah, backside. So if ever like pull it out, it's still cutting. It'll cut on the back as it's being pulled back. Yeah, through, no, that makes, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. And they fly pretty good too. They got mm -hmm. nice nice tips. Yeah, I've heard good things about them. Just never have. Yep, tried them out. I've sent them up uh, to 60. They fly good. I can only shoot 70 in my yard. So, yeah, that's yeah. good enough. 60 is yeah. far enough. To yeah, fly yeah. good. I haven't, I don't think I, I, one time in my life, I shot a deer over 40 yards. Yeah. I shot at one once at 50, and uh, that was a nice buck. Yeah. I, I always said I would never do that because I didn't believe in that, but it was like the perfect scenario. If I was going to do it, that was it. Mm -hmm. You know, the deer was not aware i was there head down eating out in an alfalfa field and it was just you shot a lot too whenever you were not younger but used to shoot leagues and stuff all the time didn't mm -hmm. you yep still do yeah. yeah acquired a little target panic so now i've uh like oh, I told did you, you did you start joel turner first i started i started shot uh, iq yep shot iq this past uh, actually two uh, weeks ago so this is my second week but yeah it's loud when you shoot your bow in the hotel room <laughs> you're doing that oh yeah, yeah. you're at work <laughs> yeah what do you think about the course so far? Have you liked it or is it? I do like it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I like how he breaks it down and yeah. really explains everything in detail. Um, my biggest thing was like, you know, did I want to change his language, his verbiage? And it was like, it's just going to be easier for me if I can just remember what he's what he says, you know, what he oh, programs like his, his mind to say. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so even like scouting today, I'm, I'm running that stuff through my head and it's just like, if I can get that in my shot, in my thought process as I'm taking that shot, um, I'll be just fine. But I mean, not having target panic as a kid, I mean, as a kid, I could hold that thing just money like and let rock. it go. But yeah. yeah, I'd say probably the last five years or so, it just started creeping in and this year got real bad. And I just, I got to do something about it now. Yeah. Um, I was kind of the same way when I was a kid, man. I just felt like I, I shot a deer when I was in, in high school at like, 47 yards and it's on the hunt beast channel actually the, the i got it on video i saw that one and uh i just didn't even think anything of it like, is that the one oh, that's chip shot. you know that's what i felt as, yeah. yeah at the time you know I, like i was such a good shot back then. yeah you yeah. don't know what that is what it, why is that like it gets just demons get in your head as you get older or something <laughs> have a little more life experience it, it's, <laughs> it's like it's like pressure yeah. you know like i guess you got when you're young, you got nothing to yeah, lose. yeah you got right? no worries or yeah. anything right yeah, it's like cares? you don't yeah. have especially you know us when we were younger there there you know social media wasn't really a thing we didn't have to worry about mm -hmm. a million people barking at that's us that's true yeah i didn't i didn't have 47. i didn't have any social media until i got to college i didn't yeah. i was a late bloomer to it all right but, um maybe that has something to do with it i don't know yeah you just get in your head i guess your own head but yeah anyway i used to have a really good a really good system where i would I basically called it like stacking my pin. I just shoot a single pin, but I would put whatever I want to hit right on the tip of my pin. That way I wouldn't feel like I was trying to cover up where I wanted to hit. Mm. And that's really what has started to bother me is it's like, 
I don't want to cover where I want to hit because I want to see that when I release. And it's, it's a psychological thing. And it's like, I tried to go back to my stack in the pen method and I, I was, I fell right back into this. I've never done that. I've always put the pen on what I want to hit. Yeah. You know, if it's a yardage, I, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. whatever. If I, I've actually never experienced target bag. Yeah. Ever. It's like, you know, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't think I shoot enough to actually like let it get in my head. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Of, I don't, I don't know if I ever have either. I think it mine was just, I just became a worse shot. Maybe I practiced more back then too or something, you know, but mm-hmm. uh, I took Joel's course when I started shooting trad bow, not because uh, of target pan per se, just to, to learn, you know, sure. cause yeah. I bought on the push archery platform. You can buy like a uh, Joel's core. Like you get a, it's like a bundle thing you get. Mm-hmm. So it was like a traditional Tom Clum has a, course on there to teach you how to shoot a trad bow and you get joel's course at the oh. same time so i just did did both of them yeah um, i actually met i did i met joe and joel and talked to him at a bow shoot in pennsylvania um and all that stuff it was it was it was cool he seemed like freaking good shot like he's a good shot too oh, i'm sure yeah his his shot. son is like a phenom shot Two two years in a row now shot uh, six sixty perfect perfect score yeah like one is it Vegas or whatever yeah, did he like, win Vegas he won Vegas last year at like fifteen years old yeah shooting yeah. against everybody like you know not the youth division or anything yeah. like he's in, he's incredible yeah. yeah so it works I think Joel I don't don't quote me on this I could be wrong but I think what he does for a living is he trains like um, special forces and uh, like police officers to was, shoot under yeah, pressure or something yeah, like that. Right. Yeah. And he's created this co- shoe boat spilling to drink. He's created this course for hunters yeah. um, to shoot under yeah. pressure. But anyway, yeah. what's his mantra? It's like, uh, I can't remember it now. It's like, keep it to hold it. Or what's the oh, three yeah. things he said? Uh, draw back. Yeah. Draw back and aim. Yeah. Hold it to keep it. And I, f- I forget what the last one was. And I was trying to think of that all day. I'm like, oh, what's that last one? You know, yeah. it's like, that's right at the critical second or he calls it the critical second. Keep it to like, hold it. Keep it to hold it. And then, um, and then he's got one that it's, you know, I'm going to shoot this arrow. Yeah. Um, Perfect. Or I'm not going to shoot or it. Or not at all. Yeah. yeah. And the last one is, you know, here we go. Or here we here go. I go. Here we go. Yeah. Start yep. executing your shot. Back yep. tension, all that yep. crap. Yeah. I'm thinking about ordering a, um, back tension release this year to um i've had them in the past and used them i don't have one at the moment but thought about trying one out um i don't know scott has one that's a scott has one as a trigger like a like it's a wrist strap and it has like a it's a trigger actually not a i don't know what are you laughing at i'm just yeah so it's Uh, a trigger and then it goes into a back tension so you know i was just thinking about how good of a season you had and Let's just change things. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, and I'll I'll be honest, like I made some crappy shots this year on deer, though. Like that that uh Wisconsin buck I rushed that shot bad. I mean, luckily it was like 15 yards, so it still hit the deer in the liver. Right. Um and uh Nebraska and Indiana were fine, but then Ohio, man, I I that deer was like 32 yards is what I kind of thought it was. And when I got man, I like I was all over the place on him. Like I finally, oh, like it really? took me a while to like get settled down and then get the pin on it because it happened real fast, you know. Yeah. I just kind of lost my crap for a little bit on sure. it. Like I yeah. like, and I was, I'm a, I've been there enough times now where I caught myself like I'm screwing this up. I need to slow down. And if you watch that video, 
I took a long time when I stopped him and mm-hmm. before I shot, I took a long time. And that was because I was sitting there like, like, I, I don't know. I just All lost my mind. Place. And yeah. that kind of got in my head there after yeah. I did that. I'm like, what the heck? And it wasn't, you know, um, I killed the deer, but it wasn't the most ideal shot. Um, you didn't want to blow your streak. That was it. Man. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I you're, just you're like a kicker who is yeah, got, you know, got a record going and uh yeah, I don't know. And maybe it was each, this each kick makes it harder. The, like, could it be you know, after be. that? It's like they could have been. It's like I can't blow this one now. Yeah. I got I got three under my belt. Right, right, right. But it could have been that like every other deer I shot this year, it like it took a long time to get to me. Like Nebraska deer, I watched him for a long time. Yeah, and that, uh, I think that makes it harder. Oh, really? When, when, see, you, I can, when you see them, I, yeah. I think, well, at least for me, I think it's like I have, I have more time to think about things, and then yeah. more can go wrong when you're thinking about it. I have a, like a breathing technique I use when yeah. that's happening, and that helps me a lot. So I can calm myself down whenever they're coming me in. Me too. I'd rather, yeah. yeah. Kind of like, I don't react, get target panic react to what's animals. in front of me versus yeah. being able to kind of just, uh, I think, you know, I think the filming aspect actually helps a little bit with that with calming down because you're mm-hmm. thinking about something else well i'm thinking about the filming i'm yeah. not thinking about with the bucks you know kind of like you know like how big he is he yeah everything mm-hmm. it's so you know for me i think it helps to calm down it, helps, it distracts me maybe a little bit yeah um but anyways that ohio buck came in like like he was yeah like kind of trotting in mm-hmm. i had to yeah. stop him because he was just he was looking for a doe hot doe is what he was doing yeah and uh yeah, I got. I was tore up when I got the full draw. And he stopped. I was like, I can't shoot. The, I can't let this arrow go. Hmm. But you know, a young me may have let it go and shot sure. over his back or hit it in the freaking you know hip or something stupid. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I got my crap enough together at least to get it in the kill zone. But it was high. Like it wasn't a great shot. But uh, that was a good video, though. I think he did. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Just fantastic putting it together. Thanks. I think that's one of my one of my favorites that you've done. I think. Mm-hmm. a so, lot of great videos this year yeah yeah it was it was a good year oh gosh dang there's something else i was going to say on that topic but i can't remember oh that release you're asking about that release it's a it no it's like a it's a proper back tension but they have it set up to where i think like you would hold it it has a wrist strap and then there's just a um i think there's a barrel and then there's a three like a three finger thing at the end of the barrel and like the trigger is a is a back tension I got gotcha. you. I don't know. I, it looked really interesting. It looked like a good hunting release to me, but, um, but then there's also in my head, like the reason, cause I have shot a back tension in years past and mm-hmm. got good enough with them that I could hunt with them. But man, I just like the idea of not having to, like I can rip one off quick if I wanted to, you know, yeah. versus yeah. Go through the, the, the click, you know, the click and then and... the, but you know, that's, that's how you don't screw things up. Right. Right. Um, yeah. And that's what's crazy. I don't, I don't get target panic on animals. Mm. Like as a kid, I trained my, I used to, uh, I used to get really revved up and I'm like, man, I got to change something here. And you know, somebody, I forget who it was. They said, you just, you have to come up with a process. So I came up yeah. with this, I call it the ice process, you know, and it's just, I don't know. I, I take a couple of breaths and I yeah. don't know. It's like, it's like everything just yeah. I don't know. It's like, it's, it's weird, uh, but it works for me. So, yeah, I learned but how I to calm it. myself down. Actually, like in my prior, uh, career, I had to do a lot of public speaking and I like freak out, you know? Oh, sure. So I learned how to like control my emotions a little bit, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, I just take a deep breath in and hold it as long as I can and then let it out slow. And that seems to calm my, 
heart rate down or at least shakes, you know, you're, you're still going to, you're still going to be excited and stuff, but at least mm -hmm. you can think a little bit. Your heart will still pound. You can still, that's about the yeah. only thing. And even after, uh, I don't know if that buck this, this year that you helped me recover. I mean, I was at full draw on that deer for what they say, just over a minute. Ooh. I watched on the clock and I'm like, holy cow. I had, I held for a long time on that one, yeah. but, uh, and it, it feels longer. No. Oh, it, yeah. it felt like it was, yeah, yeah. it felt like I yeah. was holding 20 for a couple seconds, minutes. Like a minute. yeah. 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 But then I was watching the clock and I'm like, holy buckets, it was well over a minute. I held on that thing. And it was just like, I don't know. It was, it was so solid. I'm, I, I'm pretty solid when I get on critters. It's just, man, I get on a target yeah, and yeah. that just, That's... and even, and they're even 3D targets. So you think it wouldn't be a big deal, but it's like in my head, I know that this isn't, you know, this isn't for the biggest buck in the world, you know, kind of thing. It, yeah. Just... Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I probably do a little better on, on animals than I do on targets. Like I'm, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a professional archer, but like I, I do good enough getting no. them on the ground, but, um, cause I have, I actually have a 3d course in my woods here and I do better just going out there fooling around, like just shooting targets with Huck or going back sure. there with him messing around. Sure. And I do like, you put a dot somewhere on a target, oh. you know? Yeah. Um, especially with a, with a traditional bow, a lot, a lot better. Yeah. Like just kind of not, I don't want to say winging it, but like just going out there and shooting at animals or target 3d targets. Whereas if you put a dot on a bell of straw, I'm like, you know, yeah, <laughs> don't watch me. <laughs> yeah. And you're um, deadly with that thing. You're, you're good. At, I watch you shoot a little bit this summer here. Yeah. I'm a good shot with a longbow, mm -hmm. but, uh, it's just, um, I don't know that dot. Yeah. It's that dot. dot. Yeah. <laughs> it's stupid get that dot. stupid thing out of here. Oh, yeah. uh, anyway, yeah. me and Air, me and uh, Tim were talking about arrows before you were taking a shower mm -hmm. earlier, but, um, do you shoot a heavy arrow or a light arrow? 353, light. 354, light 353, three, 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 and a half inch draw. Um, right at three, three Oh nine, three ten feet per second. Yeah. But I still, fast, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's fast. Yeah, 300 or more. It's that's sipping. Yeah. Well, you got to, to get there. You got to have a light arrow yeah. or, you know, 31 inch draw like Tim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's 30 for the record. What, uh, and you shoot the FMJs. Yeah. Do you, have you ever, how fast you or do you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know either. No, I, I could care less actually. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't, I mean, don't know either. I'm, yeah, I can't tell you the last time I didn't blow through a deer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I just, mm -hmm. you know, in, having a long draw, it's, just, it's always been an advantage for me. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I've had guys look at me like, you know, they're like, you suck, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, just because naturally, I mean, just because mm -hmm. I'm a longer draw and they have to beef up their poundage or whatever to kind of get what I get. Yeah. Dan's a lot long draw too. Yep. I think he shoots whatever, same thing. 30 yeah, or I think he's 30 or he might be longer even than me. I don't know. But. I'm like you. I'm just a 20. I, I shoot a 28 inch draw. Sure. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. I'm going to shoot 65 pounds this year. The new bow I got 65 pounds. It's not a 70 pound bow. It's a 65 pound bow. Yeah. That bow is nice. I mean, yeah, yeah. If I mean, if I went to a new bowl, I can go for a 65 pound limbs. Yeah. Cause that's what I shoot. And yeah. it's more efficient, I guess, if you can just max it out. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I mean, I shot absolutely. a, I, uh, a 
whatever, not last season, but the season before, I shot a 75 pound bow. Yeah. And like I can handle it and everything, but it's just like, um, come up in January by us. Yeah, exactly. That's, 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 that's I shot, I, I, I hunted Fort McCoy yeah. in January. Yeah. And that's when I was like, this is, this is dumb. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And then plus, like, what if, like, what if you got a deer that's like some awkward, like, deal where you're doing right. something like this, you know, like, right. I'm not getting a 75 pound bow back. Right. Um, I just, yeah. yeah. Especially if it's cold. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. asking for trouble. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, even, I think I had my prime this year. I had like a 72 uh, throughout season until I got to late season. Mm -hmm. And then you dropped it down. I dropped it to 65. I'm like, I'm just going to shoot this. Why am I tinkering around, retuning, and everything else? Yeah, I, I mean, I just leave it at sixty-five. Yeah, it's, that's what I'm gonna do. it's part of your muscle memory. Then you don't have to worry about yeah, pulling yeah. harder, pulling right. longer. Yeah, just I only shoot keep, 60. keep it simple. <laughs> yeah, you shoot sixty. Sixty pounds. My last two yeah. bows have been sixty pounders. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, bow hunting's complicated enough. Yeah, we don't have to make it harder on ourselves. Yeah, you know, my old shoulders don't like weight. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's another thing I'm kind of conscious of, you know, because my dad, I don't know if I have bad shoulders or not. My dad always did um, probably, a, you know, he used to race motocross and everything mm -hmm. else. So maybe that's a factor of that. But I'm like, I'm like, I could, you know, I may have problems whenever I get, you know, whatever, a few years could, older. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah, you know, so um, I have bad elbows, but Zank's on. He says global. What's up? ninja <laughs> <laughs> oh um yeah definitely not brad says primes like heavy arrows i don't know yeah probably do i shoot it i mean i shoot a heavy arrow uh compared to a lot of folks where are you at my arrow um i shot that mmt i shot was around 500 grains and then i uh i shot some day six arrows this uh this year too and those were five like 560 oh that is heavy mm -hmm. that is heavy. otherwise like it's not like ranch ferry too bad it's not ranch ferry heavy but it's heavy ish and you're probably mm -hmm. up there too a bit because you're uh, shooting the fmj 600 I yeah 590 600 well i probably. would be there if my arrow was longer right. yeah i well i added the you know the brass inserts on yeah it. i just i wanted more foc mm -hmm. this makes more sense and i i don't know i have um 150 green heads that i'd want to try but I'm shooting so good with the 125s. Yeah. It's like, I mean, yeah. why, why even bother? Just keep it the same. Yeah, I don't. You know, it, some guys love just tinkering, mm -hmm. and you just get you in trouble. I think. Yeah, I can. Time. It's like if you, uh, you know, if you get a good system, just stick with it. Yeah. Until it fails. It's one thing if you have time and you can test and you can tinker, but yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, and not that the guys that test and tinker don't have aren't busy but you know they they dedicate that time for that you know right. it's like because you yeah. listen like this last last week i was listening to uh yeah. joe miles and, them, and they you know they do a lot of testing and whatnot and yeah and uh joe miles who's that osseo camel uh, osseo deer oh okay yeah yeah mm -hmm. i know yeah. i know you're talking about now i started listening to him uh last year and yeah he's yeah. Kills He's a, a wealth, lot of, of, deer. wealth mm. of knowledge. Yeah. Yep. He does, uh, does a lot of knock on door stuff, permission stuff. Uh, not afraid to hunt public. He's, I think he's had a outfitter business, um, whether that was waterfall and, and, uh, I, I want to say big game, but it wasn't big game. It was, you know, like 
deer or something like that, but, uh, or antelope maybe it was, but yeah, he, uh, he's a killer. He's, and he's, he's good at yeah. delivering his, his message and, and giving you info. And he's been putting out more like, uh, tips and, yeah. uh, you know, spreading knowledge versus just like yeah. trophy photos. So, yep. you know, that's cool. They've got the mission, mission, podca- mission, whitetail podcast. And, um, so I listened to that a little bit this last week. I think everybody, I'm going to like, since there's probably not gonna be as many questions because Dan's not on, I'll just like monitor the chats and when it comes in, I'll sure. just like shout yeah. them out and then sure. we'll end yeah. when we end. Someone asked if, uh, Robert asked if we ever use a, uh, if you guys ever use saddles, Tim or global, I like everybody's calling you global. I, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> it's stuck. Yeah, that's what we call you. Anyways, Tim, I, you, I have you, not. Yeah, I've. Uh, yeah, I had a tethered saddle and I used it twice. Mm. Um, and I, I did actually didn't mind it, but um, I don't know. I just I'm so prone to grabbing the tree stand, and a lot of the time it's uh, you don't know what tree you're going to end up in, and sometimes saddles don't work out in those. Yeah. You know? Um, at least the, the trees that I normally are hunting out of. Yeah. Um, and and a, a lot of the time I'll think about it when I'm in this tree. I'm like, could I made a saddle work in this situation? You know? And, yeah. Sometimes. And a lot of times it, w- it wouldn't. Yeah. So. Not as well as a tree stand. Right. Yeah. Right. So, um, so I, I just eventually just sold the saddle because it sat in my, you know, yeah. for two years. And yeah. And sold it to some guy and I just figured somebody else could you know, use it. You better use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You've never tried one. I have not. No. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. They could, um, I mean, I have a few different saddles. I got a couple from latitude and I have a, a tethered and, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, to be frank with you, Dan doesn't, you know, beast gear has a saddle platform that goes on top of your stick. Yeah. Like um, one stick. Mm-hmm. And that's great if you're into that kind of thing. You know, that's something that minimalist, but I like a a larger platform. So yeah. I think when Dan comes out with a platform eventually, I think I would I'll use one a little bit more. Cause in the um in the hills here, they they could be useful. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing I, I think I, I would have maybe used it for is observation sits, maybe. Mm, yeah. In the summertime. It's just you know, it feels like a little less to, to carry. Um one thing I think I would have, would have always struggled with is filming. Um, I just didn't like the the fact that I had to put the camera arm in front of me around the tree for the most part. Um, I just did, didn't like how it was set up. I just preferred, you know, not facing the tree and having it on my right side. And yeah, you know, I bow in one hand and I don't have the yeah camera arm in front of my belly or whatever. I just, and yeah, I just, I don't know. I just didn't like that. I just didn't like how mm-hmm. that was set up. Yeah. I, uh, I didn't put this on the, the hunting beast channel, uh, cause there wasn't enough content there, but before I went to Ohio the first time or the second time, which is when I shot my bug and the one you guys all saw, I went to Ohio for a weekend just to like scout for that weekend essentially. Mm-hmm. And I sat mm-hmm. in the evenings, it was like, it was like, I don't remember the exact date, but like, I don't know, maybe the 20th of October, something like that. Mm-hmm. Not quite the good time of year, you know. Um, but I actually brought my saddle in just a ring of steps. Yeah. Um, 
on that trip. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Ring of Steps, um, and me and my dad have set up some Ring of Steps, like on our private land, like with a mm-hmm. set of climbing sticks and a Ring of Steps yep. on top. Um, so we've done that. We do that from time to time. Yeah. Yeah. But and another, um, it's not as comfortable. Ring another of steps time, on. I think uh, a saddle could be really beneficial is if um, it's, you got two guys and one's filming. So, um, yeah. And not where they're using an arm, but just holding it freehanding it yeah uh, i think you know that could be helpful too yeah as whenever as, i like, carrying in the gear it's, yeah it's a little better when i feel maddie this year the, the time she went hunting i always just brought my saddle mm-hmm. and uh whatever i brought yeah. in some we were always hunting private whenever she hunted and i just bring some screwing steps and put yeah. a few on and right. stand on them to be honest with you though by the time we'd, we'd only set for like two hours you know and i'd be freaking over it by yeah. the time dark yeah you know got there hmm. yeah but so whereas i mean the you know platform is a right. little more comfortable yeah i didn't i didn't really it didn't bother me the small platform um, yeah no i didn't like the 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 swinging like i felt like i could yeah I could catch myself swinging in it where it's <clears> like <throat> you know you're not supposed to be moving right but just based on habit or whatever yeah you know, mentally you're just moving around and mm-hmm. it's like i didn't like that well that's <clears throat> dude i'm like a fidgeter anyway yeah. like i if you watch me on here i'll be i'll constantly be freaking touching my face or whatever so i uh <laughs> yeah. um yeah i have i have a problem with that so i like to be comfortable and uh i had that i mean i have a two panel saddle from latitude and it's real comfortable but mm-hmm. i just you know um I don't know. I prefer the the V stand. Yeah, yeah. A lot of guys use a saddle with their stand. I could I could totally see doing yeah. that. There was a couple times I did, I did a you know when the V stand was before it was available. I did my review, put it on YouTube, and I just threw just a quick bit and in the end with me in a saddle. And I'm like, because somebody's gonna ask, you know? Yeah. And it's like I'd never do that ever, but yeah, you know. Yeah, it's everybody. I've never everybody's got their own systems. It's, a lot of people think the harness I used this year was a saddle. It's not. It's no. actually a harness, but mm-hmm. it's completely different than a tree saddle. Yeah. Um, but man, there's a lot of guys. That, I mean, the hunting public—that's all they use now. And mm-hmm. yeah, John Eberhardt, obviously. I mean, there's it's a you can kill deer out of them. That's for dang sure. Just yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, just it's just another tool. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. how I take it. And I'll, I'll, yeah, got its place, yeah, for sure. 
I'll, I'll always have one. And if, uh, you know, especially once, um, we get a saddle platform, um, then I'll, you'll see me using it because it is a little light, you know, you can, you can make everything a little lighter and all that. And if you're into, if you're into the super light stuff, the, you know, that I have one of those, uh, Raptor platforms from Beast Gear, and they are they are light and all that. Just tiny. It's just tiny. It's just not much there to keep your feet on. Isn't that uncomfortable to stand on when they get it's so 12, small? It's twelve inches wide. They have two of them. It's a nine inch one and a twelve inch one. I would um, think the depth would be the thing, like enough yeah, room for your feet. Yeah, I, or... I don't know the exact dimensions, but if I had to guess, I would say five inches. You know what I do? I use them for right now. Um, I so the, it goes on top of the stick, right? Like okay. it, it's like your top step on your stick. Sure. I use it for um, putting tr uh, trail cameras up high because oh, sure because then it's like it's that's comfortable like just standing on top of mm -hmm. uh, yeah. versus standing on top of your yeah that that makes sense yeah it's not really heavier either so I have a stick with a um, you know with, with that platform on top and I use it to hang cameras this time of year when I'm scouting mm -hmm. sure yeah but. I don't know if you want to, you know, that's a expensive, uh, piece for, of gear for, for that. that. For yeah. But, that. but if, but it's a good tool for, um, yeah. I don't, I know you guys, I probably know the answers, but you guys never tried one stick and have you or anything like that. I no. have not never even heard of it until I went to Iowa. Muzzleloader hunting. Oh, Rendell. Rendell Eric was doing some one yeah. stick and, and yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, no comment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did, but it didn't go well or. Choose not to, or uh, no? I just prefer not to talk about one sticking. Oh. Yeah, no comment. I don't see how it can be um, quiet. I, you know, I um, I hunt in all different temperatures. <laughs> you know. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, it'd be bit, harder you know, up there. Yeah, it, I just think you know when you're <laughs> November and it's twenty degrees and you gotta yeah. wear all that clothing and. Uh, I just think that would be rather yeah difficult, and a lot of the time, you don't know what tree you're going to end up in. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, you're in some crappy, yeah, uh, one sticking half dead tree and <laughs> an ash like, out in the middle yeah. of the swamp. Yeah, it just it happens. So um, it, I guess, it just makes makes more sense just to use the same setup every time for me. And yeah, um, yeah. and I, you know, I, like I said, I got no no comment. If it works for you, fine. Yeah. yeah. One sticking is a southern man's game. Fifty nine below. Yeah, the I, 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 I can see it being more beneficial down there. You know, like, <laughs> but you know, when you come up north, it's a little different. I think I can see that. Um, Matt Hildebrand says hi. By the way. Oh, nice. <laughs> hi, Matt. Yeah, a couple people are saying they don't understand one sticking. Yeah, it's. I actually. I mean, I'll be be honest with you. I I uh, I bought some of the stuff to do it. Mm -hmm. um i was talking to um gosh man i'm sorry i can't remember your name now truth from the stand oh um clint clint campbell clint no campbell. yeah man. um he does he's done it a sure. decent amount yeah and he kind of because i was thinking because here man it can be pretty rough getting to, well tim found out today scouting it's kind of rough getting to some places man it'd be nice not to carry much at all oh, back sure. in there Absolutely. I mean, and, but, and I'll be the first to admit, I don't really know nothing about other than the videos yeah. I've seen. Mm -hmm. I don't know the gear they use and I don't know the techniques mm -hmm. they use. It just, uh, it's mm -hmm. not appealing to me. I'm, I'm okay with what I use. Yeah. 
I um, I just and I just don't feel comfortable doing it. Like I just feel like there's too many things that go wrong. And then I got my boy, and I just like I don't. There's a lot of movement. Yeah, right? and it's not that for me. I mean, that's all true for sure. But it's just like nah, I don't want to fall. I don't want to fall from a stand. Like I don't yeah. want. I don't want to be repelling down in this stupid little piece of aluminum thing that I'm mm-hmm. trusting. I've heard of people apart. something about slipping or if you don't step on them right or something, they slip. I, yeah. And I know nothing about it. Yeah. But and I, I like I hear go ahead, Tim. Sorry. We're are, uh, we're turning into SWAT members is what we're doing. Yeah. You know, we're 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 getting so <laughs> hardcore in our gear. Yeah. And it, I mean if you're agile and and uh, I'm not a like I'm not a big guy, but I'm not I'm also like not small either, you know. And uh, you know, I'm not in shape. <laughs> enough to do that to be honest right 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 um, um but yeah i just saw kind of the i got some of the equipment to do it i'm like like when i got it in the mail i'm like this is what's holding me repelling down this tree i'm like man you I should do a, i don't know a, a spoof video of you trying it. it yeah you should do it <laughs> well that's what the, all that rope is in the back that's why i bought that rope oh, for okay. to try that uh and i just use it as safety harness yeah. stuff but um yeah like you know one step for beginners <laughs> yeah it's it's but it's like i get uh i get a lot of questions and i get stuff like you know i, mm-hmm. I get people asking me stuff like that's so always feel like mm-hmm. yeah, maybe i'll try it and then clint was you know talking to me and he had he he has similar terrain as what like we have here in, in pa you know in the hills sure yep. so i'm like that would be nice to walk and not have to carry all that stuff you know not to be standing a few sticks mm-hmm. as much at all yeah but uh still yeah, yeah I, walk, walk I never did try today kind of remind me of pa a little bit oh really yeah, yeah. you've hunted pa yeah yeah um uh, i think i like pa's terrain a little bit better i guess in what way i don't know maybe it's just the time of year oh maybe i seen deer to, you know when i was in pa i didn't really see much today <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know I, I i like to see deer when i go uh, yeah deer hunting. yeah that can be a problem in indiana but yeah um anyway that's kind of what we we're going to talk about today we've been talking about everything else other than, yeah. than yeah. our our title but uh you guys went out and scouted all day today mm-hmm. yeah i had stuff going on at the house i couldn't but um what was your guys's they both came back to the house and had the exact same answer <laughs> when they came back. Uh, you know, I don't know if it was um, what, what we experienced or the fact that we're on two hours of sleep. Yeah. 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 These guys are running on, uh, you got up at midnight and drove down here, right? Yeah. 11. We left at 11 or whatever. Yeah, we left at 11. Yeah. When, yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 And then I'm forcing them to make this, do this uh, show. Yeah. So. No, <laughs> No, I went into a new area that, you know, I hadn't been into and I wanted to get into the last couple of years. And, and, you know, I was even talking to Gary. I'm like, hey, one of us has got to slide in there. And I'm like, these deer are getting between us. You know, he's got pictures of them over here. I've got pictures of them over there. And it's like, you know, A to B would just make sense. But I think maybe, maybe too little, too late, uh, I came walking through there and there was, I mean, I counted four or five um, stands, ladder stands, uh, yeah. sticks and stands. And it was just like, I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe that's why not, why they're not moving through here anymore, you know, because uh, cameras kind of died off a little bit last year. Um, yeah. 
I didn't ask. Are you, are you allowed to leave stands up? No, no. Okay. You can during season. I think you got them have them okay. out by like January thirty first. Okay, so you can. Is there a limit? Like how many stands can you leave out? Or? No. Mm-hmm. no. Okay. I actually had a game warden contact me the other day and asked if I could send him bins of stands that are left out. He I pinned them. I pinned them all. <laughs> he knows I. Uh, um, you know, he knows I'm out all the time. Yeah. yeah. He asked me that in bait sites. Yeah. So. Um, anyway, we're not the hunt. That's why I pinned them. I said, we're "You sure you want all those?" We've <laughs> 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 been busy yeah. for a couple of years. You got a whole team. <laughs> no, I, yeah, it, yeah, he did though. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I seen some bait sides I know of that people um, have. I don't. If you leave a stand up, whatever you know. Yeah. I, um, but man, I don't like people dumping minerals and mm-hmm. and. Uh, um, corn and crap on public land. I don't know why. It just it's just because if, here's what I don't like about it. It makes it, it kind of eliminates an area for you because I don't want to be hunting near that crap. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I in my mind I'm like they don't think this is me or you know, right? Yeah, I know of two of them yeah. that are. It, well, you found one of them. You know, in my opinion, it it changes the behavior of the deer. You know, like the yeah. movement. The movement. Um, you're putting out corn piles. I mean. Growing up up north, that's you know that's how we that's how we hunted. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It was kind of if you you know if you weren't doing it, you weren't in the game almost mm-hmm. in a sense because everybody else is. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you're you're just contributing to that nocturnal movement of that the deer. They yeah, just, they just learn when to move mm-hmm. when it's safe, and then they'll show up at ten o'clock at night. Right. And these guys are getting these pictures or whatever. And they're like, yeah, there's deer out there. It's like, mm-hmm. well, well, yeah, you, these, these deer are conditioned to mm-hmm. you know, yeah, not point. move until they have to. And they don't, and they know the food's going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. These, these ones I've had, I don't think it was enough to like um, alter the behavior of the deer right. per se, but yeah. Um, still, it's just made you like crap. Like when I, mm-hmm. when I found the one, like I had just found, um, just a freaking sweet spot, you know? Um, yeah. and then I was walking out and probably like 200 yards from where I was like, this is where I would sit at. There was a giant mineral lick and mm-hmm. corn around it. And I'm like, gosh, man, like, why do you got to do this? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, I just yeah. asked for a level playing field. That's really what it comes down to. Legal yeah, is legal. Illegal is illegal. Yeah. I don't it's really. Right and wrong. I don't really think that crap's helping them people in the public land. You know, I don't think yeah. it is, well, no, but it's just like, the fact that like, okay, so now I'm going to walk by this. And they're going to be game warden on the next ridge, watch me through binoculars. Yeah. And they're going to think I'm, you know, it's yeah. like, gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you said, you got to stay away from that area just because you don't want to. It ruins it for everybody. Mm-hmm. Potentially deal with that kind of I had scenario. A, I had a bad experience when I was, I think I was 15. Cause I don't think I had my, uh, maybe I was 16. Um, my dad owned a 40. Uh, I used to live in northern Indiana. He owned, a, he owned a piece of 40 acres. And we put, we had a mineral site, and it's legal in Indiana to have a mineral site out in okay. private land. Okay. As long as you have it out 10 days before you hunt. Um, and we had one out, and uh, we actually got a hold of, I can't remember, we got a hold of the game warden, or we called, we called someone like in the state, asked them, they're like, well, you have to like dig it up. Um, so that there's no mineral deposit left. Sure. Um, okay. So, and then we, so, um, and I should back up in this story. The game warden was our, essentially our next door neighbor. Um, and he hunted the property that butted up to my dad's. 
Um, and I'm not going to say where it was or anything because I don't, I mean, it is what it is, but, uh, the guy, um, we, we dug it up with a shovel, like dug it up by hand, you know, so that it was, you know, there was a hole that was a couple feet deep. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I was, I went to the stand one morning and I was sitting there and all of a sudden there was like a truck coming down there, dry, our, our drive, you know, or the drive and it has lights off. I'm like, that's weird, you know? And then I noticed it was a conservation officer. Oh, sure. And uh, he stopped. He, he, I'm like, oh, how's it going? You know, and anyways, he was coming there to tell me I couldn't hunt on our property because we had a mineral site. And I said, well, I, I thought I talked to them about this. And they said that you could dig it up. He goes, yeah, I saw you dug it up. He said, you got to get like an excavator in here or something to dig up the land. And I'm what? Like, yeah, that's what he told me. Like how, <laughs> how big of an area did they say that impacted i mean what i don't do i mean i was Holy. 16 years old I oh sure, i don't sure. know yeah, yeah. I, did, I was like you know i was kind of scared terrified you know, right uh, essentially anyways no I, I didn't you know like we didn't oh uh, i think my dad was a little bit like throwing up the mill finger mm. like you know but um <laughs> i wasn't i was like i was scared of it um anyway that was a long time ago and yeah. here nor there i mean nothing i didn't get a ticket or anything it just was yeah. it was a pain yeah. There's a little bit about he hunted next door to us, and yeah, you know, yeah. a little bit of a come on. I see. Um, not saying that was his. Maybe, maybe he was right. Maybe, maybe that is the wall where you got to take an excavator and dig it out. But that's hard to believe. I would but, find that hard to believe. Yeah. Um, that's what he told us. Like Either he's like a, like a scoop, like a bucket. You get a bucket in here and scoop it out. That's what he told me. Doesn't, doesn't your son have an excavator? Yeah, he does. Little, it's probably laying uh, yeah. around a little toy. Yeah, yeah. That one may take a little while. I'll take one of they, those. They, they Say, were, there we took a scoop out. Just descriptive yeah. on the type of mm-hmm. excavator. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, it was yeah. it was frustrating. It kept me off there for a while. We had to. I don't remember what we ended up. Did you go back and dig more out then? Man, I don't remember. Yeah. Honestly, we definitely did not get an excavator in there. No. <laughs> I don't. I remember not <laughs> no. doing that. Yeah. Um. Um, now I talked to the conservation officer that was contacting me about these illegal stands and stuff. And he told me, he's like, ah, just, he goes, that's essentially, he's like, that's not right. He's like, you just need to take, he's like, take a piece of plywood and put over top of it Oh, or a, whatever, four by four sheet of something or another. And just lay on top of it. He goes, I, he goes, I put it out in my private land and that's what I do. I just have a piece of plywood laying off on the side and I just cover it up um, before season. Like, oh, brilliant. Cause I, I haven't ran minerals hardly at all, um, since then. Cause I'm just kind of gun shy of it, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, yeah. gosh, scared me yeah. as a, you know, a 16 year old kid. Yeah, um, for sure. anyway, back to Indiana scouting. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're definitely going to talk about this sometime. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, Tim, this is your first time ever in the Indiana yeah. woods, right? Uh, yeah. In the woods. Yep. Um, I, you know, I didn't know what to expect. That was kind of, uh, you know, it's it's a, a funny story. Um, I was supposed to come down here in March. Yes. Because um, Global told me March 10th. <laughs> and then uh, Josh is like, you're, yeah, you're coming next week, right? And I'm like, what? <laughs> and then I look back at the text and it says March 10th. And then I'm like, did you mean March or February? <laughs> so that was me. Kind of a lot. Kind of a. Um, I just made it work with the schedule and um, had to really look at the maps really quick, you know, in, in yeah. a week's time, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. And 
Uh, yeah, just kind of, you know, pick some spots that were close by that seemed interesting to me. Um, stuff that I like kind of like wanted to get my hands on stuff where you guys kind of weren't going anything also. Yeah. Um, and then I picked, um, some rid systems that, um, they got some really unique fingers that I liked and, uh, like the draws are, you know, I like those. So I was, so it was basically, I was kind of attracted to those types of rid systems. Um, and when I got, when I got in there, it was, yeah, it was pretty steep stuff. I was, it's kind of a, I guess the shocker. Yeah. Yeah. A little intimidating. I Wake guess, up you call. Know? Yeah. Um, but you know, that, that kind of stuff, I you kind of look at thinking not everybody's going to try that. Hmm. You know, for sure it'll keep mm -hmm. keep some people out of there at least you know so well it's a it's a huge advantage around here having those hills i mean they're yeah i'll be honest with you like i've hunted out west for elk and they're like they're they're some of them are like mountain right right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah especially like you and you know packing out a deer yeah you know, in, in one yeah. of those it's yeah they're probably very similar but um yeah my first day i think when it went good um i was a little taken back by the lack of sign that but you, you know you mentioned that's kind of normal yeah everybody um, is when they first come here and yeah i guess you know tomorrow i'll uh you know i'll be expecting it probably more and if i find more sign then you know it'll be a good surprise mm -hmm. but um you know growing up up you know northwoods wisconsin you know lack of sign is kind of like a normal for right me, you know so right you have uh, to put that mindset back together you know I, yeah uh it's, you know, uh, I'm a bit spoiled by Iowa, really, I think, because, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, there, cause there's almost, there's such an abundance of sign. It's almost, it's, that, that almost makes it challenging in Iowa because you have so much to pick through. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, true. So, so this was just on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. Not as good as Iowa, right? I, you know, I've heard it was actually as good as... <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, I've heard that Josh is doing an Airbnb for uh, 100 people to come to Indiana. <laughs> but he wants to sleep in my garage. Yeah, I've heard that. So oh, That's funny. Don't say that too loud. You'd be surprised. <laughs> no, the requests no, I, I, yeah. Or not the requests, so, favors. Yeah. Um, you weren't referred by me the same. <laughs> I mean, so I hunted Iowa for the first time this year, yeah. and those deer... Yeah, I mean, I've never seen sign like that. Like just yeah. nonstop. Yeah, doesn't matter where you go. There's yeah, rubs yeah. and scrapes, yeah. and I shouldn't say scrapes everywhere, but there's mm -hmm. rubs everywhere. The trails are beat down. Trails are beat down. Yeah. Trails are all over the place, and I was yeah. just like, it was a little. Uh, it was almost a little intimidating. Like, man, where would a, where would a guy even start? But I guess you just yeah, you know you take a deep breath and you stand back or you sit back right. and you look at him. Yeah. And it, it, it and you have to look at the terrain at that point yeah. too. Yeah. Once again, same similar to what we had to do today. Mm -hmm. Look at the terrain instead of just you know to sign because a lot of the sign that, that is it's there we just can't see it because mm -hmm. of the lack of deer. So, yeah. so they're they're very similar just on different ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I've never hunted Iowa. Obviously, I've never got. The, the tag but i've scouted it and it's like it's crazy sometimes i mean some of the mm -hmm. stuff you get into it's like jesus yeah yeah you know holy cow yeah magnum rubs and i, and, yeah, and I was yeah. kind of 
hoping I'd see some of those those types of rubs like today. You know, I didn't expect as many, but I was hoping like it, it just seemed like uh, the, the rubs I saw, I saw today were they just like they didn't have like that aggression. Mm-hmm. You know, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like like they yeah. weren't like ripped up rubs. They yeah. were just. It's like it's just not me as me deer. I mean, me, you know. Yeah, yeah, right. The competition's maybe not there. Yeah, that, that's probably definitely what it is. People are asking about the hunting pressure in Indiana. Um, yeah. I mean, there's pressure in certain areas. Like you were talking today, you saw five tree stands in one little area mm-hmm. there. So, um, is it like Michigan or you know Wisconsin, Wisconsin or Pennsylvania? No, no it's but it's also not like yeah. the western part of the whitetail range it's kind of a heavy right. having medium yeah. um i think you know i think it's time we we teach josh how to say wisconsin wisconsin <laughs> wisconsin with an i i didn't even yeah. i didn't even notice see <laughs> it ain't that bad i mean construction my hearing's gone yeah mine yeah, is no, gone no it's perfect it's perfect bread <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. Um, but i i didn't see any tree stands today yeah I know where you so, I mean, I know the property you're at too. Yeah. I have uh, probably no deer in there either, right? That <laughs> maybe that's why there's no trees. No, there's definitely deer in there. Yeah. Um anyway. And that's almost twofold. You know, it's a little frustrating, but to me it's like, okay, check. I don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. You know, so it's yeah, that, that it's that a win and a lot. Right? Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. It's part of the unproductive. Yeah. Yeah. Look forward to tomorrow. Yeah. Um. Some people are asking about like, um, beast beast stand like versus cheaper stands. Mm-hmm. Um, and like what the maybe what the advantages are or the like sure. justify the money essentially. Um. It kind of depends on like how cheap are we talking for cheap, um, like it, it, like a, compa- a comparable mobile yeah, mobile setup. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I had one that was you know probably around the it was like two hundred dollar range at one point. It was probably my first one that I bought. Um, it was it was a good starter stand for you know getting into mobile. Just kind of see if you yeah kind of like it if, you, if you're going to stick it out. Yeah. Uh, but the B stand, you know, it's it's a different class it's um yeah the i mean the weight difference is obvious right there mm-hmm. um it, the the sound like there you know there's you know it's a little it's easier to set up you make less sound. way easier yeah way easier. i mean that's where the weight savings mm-hmm. is really important is mm-hmm. when you're actually like swinging around a tree mm-hmm. and that's sometimes right. you got to hold it yeah out mm-hmm. away from you or whatever um ergonomic to sit in yep very nice yep, yep. um that's the first thing you mentioned. First uh, thing I noticed, yeah, was how comfortable, much more comfortable yeah. it was. The yeah. the V bracket, um, yeah, for the platform. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I had was much. It was narrow, and I it had it kicked out a bunch, mm-hmm. and it didn't, and, and it this didn't is really a, bite. This is a prototype. You're talking. Oh no, you're talking about no, the, okay. the cheaper one. Gotcha, I'm not going to gotcha. name names. Or yeah, anything, that's fine. You don't. It have was to. just, um, yeah, it did kick out because it was a smaller and the. Uh, the beast is, you know, it's pretty decent as far as angle is concerned. Um, uh, the bracket on the cheaper one wasn't as good as the beast one, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the 
what the beast bracket or the antler bracket, antler bracket yep. yeah yeah it's much wider than what it is all wider. the cheaper competitors are it's, so you got, you got more sharper adjustment. and yeah. yeah and you get just more options mm -hmm. for that i mean you can be on one tooth and you'd be i'd feel fine i'd feel i've done it yeah dozens dozens of times yep. now yep um i'm trying to think whatever else It's been you know it's been a while since I used one of those cheaper ones. But, yeah, me too. Um, well, when, when I when I switched when I kind of upgraded, and I didn't go from that to the beast. You know, I went you know to that to you know one of that was a little bit better yet. Yeah. Um, as far as like the quality control, I think that was a big difference too. Oh um, yeah, the cheaper beast one is, is you know is, uh... the the finish the yeah. you know the the detail to it. Mm -hmm. You're not going to have any of those problems. It's perfect. Um, I mean, it's like a it's a perfect piece of machine, right? Exactly. Know, it's good. Uh, yeah. Versus the cheaper one, you know, it. You I mean the paints flaking off or whatever, yeah. and it's just. And like they, and I think I think Dan and Mario, I mean, they go through them too. Like they they will get rid of, uh, like I think I got a, uh, what do you want blemish, blemish one or something? Yeah. So they give yeah. you know they'll give the blemish one to us or whatever that yeah. aren't right. Um, to their specs so they do go through them and stuff which may be something that probably yeah. didn't happen other i don't know i can't say that for sure but yeah. um um it's yeah. kind of a uh ironic uh just talking to you about the beast stand in uh, indiana because uh i believe you used my beast stand i did yeah before i did mm -hmm. and i think you carried it around the, the indiana hills yeah. before i even got yeah, to touch yeah, yeah, it. yeah i did yeah yeah dan had and then had two of them or something i think he landed two of them and like, yeah, you probably think Dan has like 10 of these things. Nope, he just has his. That's all he has. Right. right. And uh, I remember he came down here and hunted. And he gave me one to use for the video. And I'm like, I'm like, you sure you want to like, like, you, like, you know, trying to, he's like, I only got two of them. I got to give one to Tim. I'm like, yeah. all right. I got one, whatever, when they first, when they actually came out. But yeah, he, he told me he didn't want to let it go. Yeah, it was nice. It's so much lighter, man. That's it. That's like, if you want to like, the best thing about it, it's just so much lighter. Yeah, it's half. It's half. I, as much. I take it, you know, I take it for granted because yeah. I've had it a few seasons, so it's kind of like, it's yeah, what I'm used to now. I wish you could hang it up and Cabela's next to all the other mobile setups, and then just so you could grab a hold yeah. of it, you know. Uh, well, Global and I were talking about, you know, what our old school setups were. I mean, yeah. I was probably running forty pounds or something. Yeah, me too. At one point, mm -hmm. and I mean, I just dealt with it. Yeah. Well, I had it before I got the beast. I had the I don't know if it was the assault, I guess, with, with, you know, mm -hmm. four of the, those, the long, lone wolf yeah. single steps, you know, yeah. I don't know how much that was, but, and then before that, I just had a summit climber. Yeah. It's like significantly more weight. Yeah. I got rid of this. And when the beast sticks came out, I bought those, but the sticks came out well before the stand. Um, anyway, you're going to order one. Mm -hmm. stand. Yeah. Yeah. Tease myself long enough. Yep. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to go through. I'll the... be able to walk when I come down out of the tree now. <laughs> My knees just get just real tight. You know, it's, it's yeah. just tight quarters, that. but I, I do, I do like my, my current setup, but B stand is definitely more ergonomically friendly for for me. That's for, for long sure. sets for sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind pulling all the ears or whatnot if I have to. So, 
long have we been on here? Dang, almost an hour. Time's yeah. flying. Anyway, um, what else did you guys get into today? Both of them, when they got into the house, I was like, did you guys see anything? No, not really. Both of them. Honesty is the best policy. I was, yeah, I was just trying to be like, humble off. about it, maybe. Maybe I was hiding, you know, everything. I, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, Tim probably some shed and scar and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah. I got the, you know, I got to drive the Honda today, so that was kind of a treat. Yeah. So, yeah. I was, it's only I, mine pre- I appreciate that. that yeah, was, I sold it to Zank. He's going to have it that Sunday, I guess, when you yeah. guys drop it off. Hot Rod Lincoln. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm testing it out for Zank. I, uh, yeah. Ran it through a crick today. Yeah. Sideswipe any vehicles. <laughs> no. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, um, no, it was. Um, um, I mean, it, it's beautiful land down here. Uh, the hills. It's just they're breathtaking. Um, just uh, the lack of sign was kind of a surprise. Um, sign was where it was supposed to be, though, like where you would expect it. Sometimes you have that random stuff. You know, where it's like you kind of ignore. I didn't see a lot of that. You know, like like on trails and such. Mm-hmm. You know, like on uh, the hiking trail. Sometimes you'll see all those scrapes that are just like lined up yeah. one after another. Yeah. I didn't see any of that. Yeah. I didn't see like little sapling rubs along those trails or anything like that. Um, but the the sign was kind of like you know on the points, you know, along the fingers, down below, um, in the draws. You know, kind of. Yeah. So. I mean, it's there. You just got to go where, where it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. I suppose. You know? Yeah. Maybe that makes it a little easier. Yeah. Know. One so, on, on here was asking about, uh, his, I can't remember his name now, but it had something to do with Indiana Flatlander, which just means he's from northern Indiana. But uh, he was saying that there, he, he sees a lot of deer in northern Indiana, and that's, that's true. I used to live up there and uh, around Wabash, Indiana. There's more deer up there. Not as much public land though, not any hills either. So, yep. Southern Indiana, Northern Indiana are vastly different terrains, which is cool. Yeah. Um, well, it's kind of like Wisconsin, Wisconsin right? Guy. right? I mean, mm-hmm. we got yep. kind of every terrain. Mm-hmm. Northern Maine, right? Yeah. For, I mean, um, yeah. yeah, you guys do. Yeah, glacier that came through and yeah. left its foot footsteps, and yeah. yeah, and it's like only you know a couple hours from. Terrain pretty yeah. much like yeah. you know, less. Yeah, yeah. Where we hunted uh, during the Battle of Bows, is that as hilly as it gets in Western Wisconsin? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I've never hunted the like the bluff country along the Mississippi. Yeah, so it could be like steeper there. Okay. I would say. Um, but it is it is pretty steep and yeah. I would say. Okay. I just was curious. Yeah. From a driving standpoint, it seems like that's probably the, you know, they probably got some of the highest elevation over there. But yeah. I wonder where that, where is the highest point in Wisconsin? Oh, look at Tim me. Hill. <laughs> Tim's Hill. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's next to the town I was living in, actually. No kidding. Yeah, that's how I know it. Name that for you, huh? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, I was going to ask you. I haven't really heard her story of your buck this year at yeah. all. Yeah. Oh, shot a buck. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the story, huh? Well, <laughs> drag and uh, it was a uh, track. 
in the what do we call it. You don't have to name the name of the property or anything. No, I'm just what do, what do we call it? Kind of. I always make funny of what kind of private it is. Cushy, cushy private. private. It was, oh, it was a yeah, it was on some cushy private. private. Oh, okay. So yeah, we can lay that yeah, out there. And you guys right live right next to each other. Yeah, yeah, knows. pretty yeah. much within yeah, a few miles, seven miles. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess I had been you know I had been bouncing around a little bit, and uh, I had been hunting a lot of a lot of public, spent a lot of time in public, and uh, I was kind of kicking around. Well, do I want to go check some cameras? I'm like, no, I'm like, I I just had a spot in my head that I felt was going to be pretty good about this time. And uh, so I just went for it. And it was, yeah, it was on some private. And uh, I was sliding out there. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take my decoy. I'm like, I think I can get my decoy in there easy enough, you know, because it's probably 300 yards, maybe 400 yards from, from where I parked to where uh, where I sat. Uh, and. I had to get through a cornfield and whatnot, but it was like, I just strapped the thing to my back. I actually, I didn't put it together. I, I left it, you know, in the package, wheeled all my stuff out there, put it together, um, did not freshen up the mock scrape. Uh, it was a mock scrape that I had uh, built this last spring. And um, I have never seen scrapes and rubs and beds and you name it in there like I have the day that I went out there and shot that buck. I mean, I went out there and I literally counted, I think I counted eight scrapes before I got in the stand. And then when I was up in the stand, I saw two more scrapes. So I'm like, geez, this is just sick in here. It was just, it was crazy. And um, yeah. I mean, the tree that I had prepped for, for that spot was, it was perfect for that wind. Everything worked out. Um, I accessed from the, from the East. I had originally intended on, accessing from the south but uh, with the wind it just didn't work out it was an afternoon hunt so but anyway yeah i set up uh put the decoy out so you shot over a decoy yeah see i didn't know any of this yeah that's, that's freaking cool four yeah. bucks and five years over a decoy really yeah i got a decoy up in the barn i love decoy hunting i actually went from uh so the last four i've been over a doe decoy otherwise i had uh i had a buck decoy that carry light carry light buck hmm. i had that thing for years and uh that works phenomenal you know you do anything with the, it like you got to like keep it i keep it clean i keep it super clean i don't put any sense on it you just keep it i keep it super clean the, uh, actually outlet. this one i i've been putting it in the uh garage the last couple of years just because yeah um, i was working down in the basement i didn't really have room down there where it's where i've got a lot of my you know hunting stuff yeah hunting stuff and uh so it's been out in the garage and you know i i'm flying or i'm frying on the black stone and got the smoker grill going out back and the smoke's rolling through the garage and i'm always like oh man i should probably really give that thing a bath before you know before i do take it out and um actually this year it came and went uh i was gonna you know at least wash it down i didn't but uh didn't matter i i do put some i put some stink underneath it and then off the backside, I, I <laughs> leave, stink yeah, throw some steak down. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I just use some of it. Yeah. But you killed four bucks over it. Yeah. In the last five yeah. years. Jeez. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. A couple, a couple of those were nothing but uh, just breaking the decoy in kind of thing. Um, they were actually 
pretty cool hunts, but uh, um, I think, in fact, Gary's son was there for one of them. In fact, I had seen that buck going his way, and I kept warning him. I'm like, hey, there's a buck coming your way. I wasn't going to shoot it. And then after about, after about the third <laughs> time, I was like, you know, I was watching that buck. I'm like, I bet you I bet you I could reel that thing in, you know. And uh, I don't know if it was a little grunt or bleat that I threw at him so much as I think he actually caught that central of that that I had laid down because I, yeah. you know, put some underneath and then off the backside. And it was like, it was like he hit a wall when he hit that boom, he just stopped and he looked and he came right to that decoy circled around. And what did you use for scent on it? Just a uh, Tink six, uh, Tink 69 huh. going estrus. Yep. And I just throw three streams out the back, kind of one, one direction, one, the other direction, one straight out the back and just a little bit right, like right underneath it in between the legs. I try not to get any on it. Try to keep it clean. Yeah. But doesn't take much. Yeah, that buck, he came in and he was just, it was like he wanted to approach her, but he just kept looking at her like, oh, she got to come this way. She, what's that? <laughs> yeah. Decoy doing out here. And I had, I, had the, <laughs> I had the live thing right there, and uh, I was surprised that he did not follow no, that doe. Cool, but, uh, yeah, he kind of farted around there a little bit, and then he he eventually turns and he comes right at me, and I'm like, I'm like, man, I tell you what, if I can get this buck on video, I'm going to kill him. And uh, I had the camera rolling already. I had quite a bit of video of him. And he got off to my side. He comes over and he makes a scrape seven yards from me. And so I take Jeez. the camera. And I'm I'm pretty tight in this tree. And it's, there's, it's not much of a tree, Tim saw it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've got all like my two or three sticks high. Two sticks high, yeah. yeah. I've got this little camera strung around me. I've got my winter bibs and stuff on at that point. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I can make this work, you know? And uh, then you can see, I actually, I don't know if I put my hand down or what I did when I turned, maybe I bumped the camera, but you can see that camera move over a little oh, bit. Crap. And I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't notice it until it was too late. Yeah, but, wow, yeah, big deal. Yeah. yeah, he goes out and he get, finishes making that scrape. He goes over and, I don't know he's probably at 15 yards and i'm like oh, here we go and i drew back and that's why i said i sat there and i held and i held and i held and he just looking at me like yeah something doesn't look right over there and i'm like oh boy was he like quarter to you or something he was dead broadside oh okay point. dead broadside and then he just you know after that minute he took it must have been three or four more steps and i just settled it right in there and i let it go and it was just perfect, perfect yeah nice I never, I didn't know you shot over a decoy. Mm -hmm. Zeke shot one over a decoy this year too. Awesome. He's always on here. Awesome. Um, Congrats. Yeah. I don't it's know. It's fun. I, it's exciting. I have a, uh, I don't know, a, I have a piece of private that's like all filled. And I've thought about like a hundred times, like, man, should I take my decoy out there sometimes? Because you just never, you know, they come out on that field and, mm -hmm. um, but never have, never mess with it. I don't even think I've put the dang thing up. Oh. Never used it. It's fun. It's more work, but it, it is. Yeah, it can be a pain in the butt, but it can be it can be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Asked if I'm going to hunt with my trad bowie next year. Yeah, I'm actually going next week to. Um, we have a local boyer. His name's Scott Mitchell. Um, Timberhawk Bows is his company, but uh, he's going to teach me how to build a, like a laminate bow. Oh, very cool. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So I bought the. So I bought what's the, a laminate bow? It's like what you guys would think of as a trad bow. So okay. a laminate bow is like glued together, like okay. there's layers mm -hmm. of it. Okay. But uh, 
like what I have made in my past is called a cell phone, cell which is a piece of friggin' Osage wood or mm-hmm. whatever you want to use out of it. Yeah. What do you mean, you guys? Like what people think, <laughs> like what people think of as a like a, a longbow. That's probably, it's probably a laminate bow. Mm-hmm. Like any of your like bear grizzlies or your bear Kodiaks or any of those, you know, they're all laminated together. Yeah, guys. <laughs> you guys. Any, but yeah, it's just yeah. Uh, it's not a self bow. It's a laminate bow, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, I'm supposed to meet him. We're gonna spend a couple of days together. He's gonna help me build one and show me how to build one. I've tried in the past and haven't. They've all been screwed up and broken on me. How many bows do you have? Like, what do you mean? How many bows do you have? Like compounds, compounds trad, self. Mm-hmm. Well, I got. I just gave. I guess gave one away to a, a guy I met, and then the. I have my prime I just got, and then I have it my old old Hoyt that I've had I had when I was young, mm-hmm. and I probably have four like traditional bows. Oh wow! So nice. Now Maddie has a few bows, one for each day of the week. Yeah, yeah. I well, like it just kind of I don't know, like the old Hoyt. I just gets kind of sentimental to me. Like oh, absolutely. Really yeah. Get rid of it. Like I'm not even shot it in years. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I shot it. It's hanging in the barn, but um, and then I have a couple of long bows uh, and a couple of uh, self bows I've made myself, like just made myself. So, um, not that what, many compared to some people. What honestly. did I shoot last year? You probably shot my long bow that I shot long my luck with this year. Yeah, that stuff is just fun to shoot. You know, there's no sights, there's no nothing. It's just you and a target. Yeah, it's pretty that, fun. Those are just good old fun to shoot. Yep. Tim, you show interest in doing traditional archery. Yeah, I just um, haven't pulled the trigger, I guess. Yeah, uh, you it's, know? it's um, a commitment. Well, yeah, I'm, you know, it's, you have the time. Yeah, right? I know. I mean, yeah, that's, you know, I, you know, I like, I like the compound still, though. I'm just going to continue doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. For a hobby, maybe, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, get a, you know, recurve or something and just, try it out. Yeah. You know, just start flinging them. Time is definitely a problem. Even for me, I you know it's yeah. you think the what what I do is like you know you think I have all the time in the world, but you you know you're you're on constantly doing this stuff, and then editing this when it's done, you know. So it's and then yep. you know I have a couple other things I do for work. So um, I, I leave the twenty third, I think, to go to Florida on a pig hunt mm-hmm. for my trad bow, and I'm like I'm kind of freaking out because I haven't had time to shoot. You know, I finally oh, wow. started shooting the other day. Yeah, but he has no time to practice because he's hunting too much. <laughs> no, <laughs> not right now. Um, what is today? Tenth? You got a little time. Yeah, I got time. But time. I do, but I don't. Like I'm gonna go and be in Wisconsin. You're gonna be just cramming a session, you know, like a yeah. test, right? Yeah. yeah. I've been doing good this week. I've shot about every night except for today. So, and it doesn't take a while too long for it to come back. But man, that first day of shooting after you haven't shot for a while, it's rough. Yeah. Um, it's like. I don't know if this yeah. is a good idea. That's anymore. not you like know, shooting not, a compound and taking yeah, a break, like is it? You just, no. no, you just pick it up and you just feel like you no. yeah. never messed the beat. At least that's how, how it is for me most mm-hmm. of the time. Yeah, yeah. No, there's it's 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 a little different. Yeah. Um, probably like a golf swing or something, right? Yeah, you probably. Don't use it, you lose it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. You guys ready to get off here? We've been on here for an hour and 13 minutes, and you guys are probably uh, ready for bed. 
Yeah. Yeah. I can crash. <laughs> I can crash anytime. Yeah. 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 No, it's, uh, yeah, it's cool to talk. Um, yeah. About it. Yeah. It was fun. I feel like we, yeah, Indiana's, I mean, yeah, definitely would recommend if you, if you like the hills, it would be a cool place to try out. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I say if you're not in decent shape, probably wouldn't want to tackle it. No. Um, not to be like, a, not to be offensive to anybody, but I, I take a good look at yourself before you like, yeah. you know, um, came down here and yeah. thought you were going to trek trick around in them, but yeah. And we've anyway. all been working really hard. I mean, we kind of, what would you say? Probably last year we all kind of buckled down and we really kind of got serious about our physical fitness last year, year before. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, I felt, I felt great today out there. Yeah. That's good. Yep. I used to be in really good shape and trying to get back into that again. I've always been okay walking around mm-hmm. the hills just because I live here, but um, trying to get started lifting weights and all that stuff again. I'm not in great shape, but I, I did feel, I, I felt great. I was certainly much better than the first year I was out here. Yeah. Yeah. I struggled today. So. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are bragging on their, they're, they're working out and everything like that. Um, no, no, not bragging at I got all. The, just, yeah, da- no. the dad bod going on. So <sighs> I hear you. Uh, I mean, typically I'm, you know, I, I usually can make it through pretty good. I'm, you're here. Oh yeah, I know. You no made doubt. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm two hours of sleep too. So yeah. I was kind of wondering how I was going to go today, but um, you just, mm-hmm. you know, once one foot in front of the other. Yeah. yeah. Tomorrow you be a whole new man. Yeah, I know that. That's how I was like oh, sleeping in my cot in the utility room. Yeah. yeah. Unless, <laughs> unless <laughs> I start snoring. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, All right, guys. So everybody, thanks for uh, getting on tonight. We'll uh, talk to everybody later. We got some a cool guests coming on next week. Um, for everybody, cool guess. Yeah. <laughs> Not that you guys aren't cool. Somebody important, but yeah. someone you guys will enjoy. So, all right, everybody, have a good night. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Yep. See ya.